Workers in Bolingbrook and Naperville have joined the historic United Auto Workers strike. This is the first time the union has targeted the big three automakers, Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis at the same time, taking strategic plants out, of, out on strike rather than all of the industry's workers. More than 18,000 auto workers are currently striking in 20 states. Here with more about the demands is David Roder, Chicago Sun-Times reporter covering business and labor. Hey, David. Hello, Michael. Nice to thank you for joining us on our, on Reset. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Were you surprised to see the auto distribution plants in Bolingbrook and Naperville go on strike? Yes, uh, those were interesting uh, kind of second-level targets for the uh, the union to uh, to choose. It was a way to, uh, I believe, increase pressure on the companies without uh doing a, a great deal of damage in the first round a couple of weeks ago uh the uh, the uaw targeted one plant for each of the detroit three so this is a, a slow escalation it's designed to kind of uh, you know keep the companies guessing about what the next move is and increase uh, pressure on them for uh, for a deal but this is uh this is a very difficult situation it's kind of a a slow motion crisis for uh, uh, for the auto industry. If you're, you know, if you have a car, if you bought a, a new car recently, at some point, uh, you might have trouble getting uh, parts for repairs. So that's going to be a, an issue coming up over time. Well, these auto distribution plants in Bolingbrook and Neighborhood are relatively small shops, about a hundred workers at each. Help us understand how this is a, a strategic for the union. It's uh, they they struck at uh, uh, at a number of those locations uh, really across the country, and uh, in time that uh, affects operations at the manufacturing plants that uh, that may you know re- rely on them for uh, uh, for parts. So it it's uh, it's sort of you know gradually uh, tightening a a noose and can affect. Uh, the uh, the ultimate assembly of the uh, of the vehicles actually we're not at that point where uh, this is uh, affecting the the supply of new vehicles that you might find at a uh, at a dealership but uh, over time that can become an issue and we've already seen from the uh, from the pressure that has been applied uh, that they have uh, uh, they've made some headway, or, or the UAW has reported uh, headway at Ford. Uh, so there, there have been some advances there. Uh, GM and Stellantis apparently haven't matched uh, some of the progress uh, that the union has seen at Ford. Now, speaking of Ford, the Ford assembly plant on the south side employs thousands of people. But it's noticeably missing from this strike in the Chicago area. Why is that, David? The uh, the UAW has uh, singled out Ford for some praise uh, for uh, making some uh, some key concessions that they hope the other companies are going to pick up on. Uh, there's been some agreements with Ford uh, for cost of living improvements, for some job protections, and and so forth. Uh, some pretty significant uh, gains. They're still far apart on on wages, 
and the uh, the union has uh, you know this issue of trying to push a, a 32 hour uh, work week uh, they apparently have not made any headway with any of the companies on that yet but they, uh, they they've made some gains at Ford so they uh, they don't want to target Ford right now with some additional job actions we'll see what happens in the next round if it uh, gets to that the, uh, the the Ford site here in Chicago is uh, certainly very significant. It uh, produces the Ford Explorer, which is a very uh, popular and, and profitable uh, vehicle. So that has to be, uh, you know, on their their minds as a potential target. But uh, they, they clearly don't want to uh, uh, go to that level just yet. Now, David, what did you hear from workers in Bolingbrook and Naperville about why they're on the picket line? Oh, you know, this is uh, for them really trying to make up so much ground that they lost starting in about uh, 2007 and 2008 uh, with the, uh, uh, the the Great Recession and uh, many of the, uh, the concessions they had to make uh, at that time. Uh, workers uh, lost pensions. They, uh, they, they had to give up some job security. Uh, this whole uh, idea of temporary workers uh, was pushed, and the, the union wants that uh, out. They uh, they want an end to uh, temporary workers who get a uh, a lower salary tier, and that that, that indeed is uh, is apparently one concession uh, that they have gotten from Ford at this point. So this is really about. Uh, making up a lot of lost ground at a time when the companies have been uh, very profitable and uh, the CEOs of the uh, the Detroit Three have uh, uh, been able to record, you know, huge salary increases in uh, in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that uh, all plays very heavily in in what's going on. Workers who are on the picket line seem uh, very committed but you know we've uh, we've been through these situations uh, you know a lot before and we do know that at some point the uh, the, the union is going to have to give up on on some core demands to make a deal and get its people back to work what those uh, concessions are that the uh, the union wishes to make it's it's still to be seen but the uh, the head of the UAW, Sean Fain, has you know has called his own demands audacious, and I I think that's uh, that that is a fair description. But it it lays out the the stakes here that the uh, that the union sees in this. I would add that also for the the companies, they want the flexibility to be able to reinvest in operations for electric vehicles and train workers for that purpose and move jobs where necessary. The, uh, the union, of course, wants uh, you know, a much stronger uh, presence in uh, the, uh, the electric vehicle market than it, uh, than it has right now. You know, David, during the recession and the financial crisis of 2008 and 2009, the union made major concessions. Now they're saying after years of foregoing raises, it's time to get their share, especially given inflation. Can you explain a little bit about that? 
Yes, you know, over the uh, the, the last decade or so, uh, we've uh, we've seen in inflation up markedly, while uh, the, uh, the the top pay of uh, many of the UAW workers are it's, it's been up about six percent, as as I recall, um, far short of the. The, the 20 or 30 percent of you know the, the CEOs have uh, have gotten and uh, and far short of the uh, the rate of inflation too uh, there are also uh, yeah the issues with the temporary workers and pension contributions so uh, they uh, they feel there's uh, a lot to make up there uh, really mm-hmm. and uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it's kind of a uh, you know a very defining fight for uh, for the UAW right now, they uh, they would like greater representation in uh, with other automakers uh, too, especially with the uh, uh, with the Asian automakers that uh, produce cars in the United States. Um, many of those operations and, and Tesla as well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're all in our right to work states. So it's mm-hmm. uh, it's hard for. Uh, uh, for a lot of organizing to go on there, the, uh, the the UAW feels that if they could get a great settlement uh, with the Detroit Three, this would help with organizing in in other places. I I liken it to uh, uh, to the situation uh, with the, uh, the the Teamsters and uh, United Parcel Service, uh, where the, uh, the the Teamsters racked up some. Uh, pretty significant gains there, right. which uh, which they hope to uh, to bring to their organizing at Amazon and at other places. Well, David, we should say the CEOs of the big three are also doing quite well. Here's the president of the UAW, Sean Fain, comparing the General Motors CEO's income with the starting wage of sixteen fifty an hour for workers at an EV battery plant in Ohio. A newly hired all-team worker would have to work full-time for 16 years to earn what Mary Barra makes in a single week. So, David, what do you make of the unions focusing on workers' wages versus the wealth of the CEOs? It's certainly a a great point for them to make. It's a great organizing uh, tactic. Uh, Sometimes when you look at at, at CEO pay, uh, it's uh, it's hard to compute what the... uh, uh, what the actual increase there might be, because a lot of it is uh, is tied to uh, to bonuses and uh, stock options that uh, that may or may not uh, be be worth a great deal at some point in the future. But however you look at it, uh, yes, the, uh, the the automakers do uh, have uh, a lot to kind of answer for uh, for the uh, the CEO increases. As well as uh, you know, their their huge increase in uh, profitability over the uh, the recent years. You know, uh, the the average cost of a vehicle has gone up substantially, and in uh, in many new vehicles are in like the fifty thousand to seventy thousand dollar range now. So uh, they're they're doing uh, quite well in that respect, and certainly the the auto workers feel it's time. They they need to get a a greater share of that. It's a it's a great uh, you know organizing argument uh, and solidarity argument for the union uh, to be putting that forward. But 
as I alluded to earlier, at, at some point, uh, the union as well has to make hard decisions about what will it accept and which of its demands uh, will they throw overboard in an attempt to get a deal and, and get their people back to work. They haven't been on, on strike very long. They haven't been without pay very long. Uh, so it, it could, you know, be, you know, soon some pressure may build on the, the union leadership to get something done. Well, David, we only got a little bit more than a minute left. Where do you think this goes on? Do you think Ford continues to make progress with the UAW or do you, do you see it, it expanding uh, against Ford? You know that uh, that they seem to have a very good relationship with Ford. I, I think the uh, the UAW would uh, it, it wouldn't want to uh, jump too heavily into uh, attacking Ford right now unless things really go south at the uh, the bargaining table. Uh, Ford also historically has a greater uh, representation, a greater total number of uh, UAW employees in the United States uh, than the other two. Uh, they they need to uh, worry about getting uh, Stellantis and, and GM on on board with some of this right now. And if there are going to be if there's going to be greater expansion of the strike, it would target those two companies, and especially operations in the Detroit area. I think. Well, that's Chicago Sun Times reporter David Roeder. Thanks, David, for joining us today on Reset. Thank you, Michael. Well, I also got a chance to speak with Chris Pena, the president of the UAW Local 551 that represents the Ford Assembly plant workers on Chicago South Side. I started by asking about the possibility of workers on strike going going on strike there. We're ready at a moment's notice, actually. Our, our strike committee is throughout the plant um, spread out in strategic areas. So, if you know, we get the word from Detroit that we're going on strike. We let the strike committee know, and then they will... Um, let their surrounding uh, co-workers know at the plant, and then we would be uh, there as union officials to walk walk them out. Well, the national president of UAW, Sean Fain, said on Friday that negotiations with Ford have been encouraging. What do you know of where bargaining stands? Well, they're making some movement. I mean, the cost of living allowance has been brought back, it looks like. Um, they're ending tiers, the tier system which has divided our union brothers and sisters for 16 years now since the recession. So um, they, they are making some movement, but it looks like, um, you know, they still have some other uh, economic issues to uh, close the gap on. Now, Chris, uh, what is the UAW asking for its members? Is it simply more pay? Well, it's, you know, pensions for all. Our newer members uh, don't don't have a pension at all. And then also, you know, wage increases. Um, the cost of living allowance, you know, combats inflation, but um, we haven't had a raise in uh, two contracts now. Now, Fain said negotiations haven't gone so well with GMS Delandis, the owner of Chrysler. Why, why do you think that is? I think um, they're waiting to see what Ford does, and they'll probably do a pattern bargaining. Um, but, you know, I mean, this... This uh, whole set of negotiations has been a lot different than in the past by striking all three at the same time puts a lot of pressure on the big three. And um, it looks like GM and Stellantis just don't want to have any movement um, out of spite and they're just not ready to, uh, you know, make any movement in negotiations yet. And that's Chris Pena, president of the UAW Local 551 that represents 
the Ford assembly plant workers on the south side. 